Every day is Sunday with Andrew Lee Sus. It starts right now. What is going on, everybody? It is your host, Andrew Lezis, and this is the Every Day is Sunday podcast. And today is actually Sunday, March 5th of 2023. And you hear a lot of happiness in my voice right now. Why is that, you might ask? Because the Phoenix Suns just beat the Dallas Mavericks in Dallas by a final score of 130 to 126, an absolutely classic of a game, lived up to the billing, and then some, I would say, but man, let's just talk about, I'm going to get right into it, man. What a game we saw today. And the first thing that I want to get across and I want everybody to know, that is why you trade for Kevin Durant. Mikel Bridges, he's a friend of mine. He's a great player. He's going to be a Suns fan favorite forever. And I hope he turns into a superstar. But Kevin Durant is the best player on the planet. You can bring me Jokic's stats. You can show me Giannis's stats. You can show me Luka's stats. Kevin Durant is the best player on the planet. Today, his third game back since January 8th, mind you. 37 points, 7 rebounds, a block. He shot 12 of 17, 3 of 5 from 3, including the game-winning pull-up shot to win the game and clinch this game for the Phoenix Suns. And not to be lost at all, because... Just as good, if not better at times today, was Devin Armani Booker, who had 36 points, 10 assists, 5 rebounds, and nearly had one turnover. The whole point in getting Kevin Durant is to pair him with Devin Booker, right? You have two guys that now you can look at any team in the NBA and say, our two guys will look at your two guys in the eyes and say, I am just as good as you. And they will do that every single time they step on a court. And one of the main reasons I love the trade so much is because now as a Suns fan, as long as everybody's healthy, you go into every game, every matchup, every possession, every playoff series, knowing you can look at any team in the face and say, we are just as good as you, and we are going to beat you down. Am I saying the Suns are unbeatable? No. Am I saying the Suns are a super team? No. Am I saying we can look at anybody in the face and say, on this given day, we're going to kick your ass? A hundred percent. Devin Booker has been outstanding since the trade. I want to give the credit to KD in terms of gravity, but also I don't want to be lost in translation again. Kevin or Devin Booker deserves all the credit for what he's doing. Yeah, they can't double him anymore. Anybody who watches basketball will tell you, and we were telling you, don't let Devin Booker get a star next to him because it's going to be scary. We saw what it looked like in the first two years of the Chris Paul era. It was scary. Suns made it to the finals, two games short of winning the championship. Won 64 games. Now you give him Kevin Durant next to him? Probably the best score to ever play the game of basketball? In the three games since the trade, Devin Booker is averaging 36 points on 58% shooting, 50% from three. He's averaging 7.6 assists and 5.3 rebounds. KD, 26.6 points. 69%. Nice. Nice. From the field, 53% from three, 88 from the line, 7.3 rebounds a game and about a block and a half. It's just been a seamless fit. It appeared to be that from the moment Durant asked for a trade out of Brooklyn last summer, you looked at it and said, 
if he goes to that team, it's going to be scary because they don't need a lot of chemistry. This isn't a Kyrie and Luka situation where it's two incredibly ball-dominant players that are used to playing one with and have for their whole career. That's why you're seeing a, a Justin Perry with the Mavs. That's why they're losing a lot of games. And I want to go on a little rant. Luka is a phenomenal player. I think he's going to be one of the all-time greats. I think he's the best young player in the game. I think he's going to be an MVP candidate for the next 15 years. At some point, does it not get tiring to tilt your head back every single fucking possession and try to get a foul? You shot 8 of 23 today. You're Mr. Everybody acts tough when they're up and, you know, all this cockiness when you're winning. And you shoot 8 for 23 in a big game like this? But the refs bail you out with 19 free throws. My only thing is, like, I love Luka. I do not want to watch a fucking free throw competition. I want to watch basketball players play basketball at the highest level. That's why I like watching Kyrie so much. Kyrie shot seven free throws too. It's not like he didn't get free throws, but I don't mind. I don't mind getting free throws. When you get hit, it's a free throw. But the way he does it is just so gimmicky. And it's the same thing people gave so much crap to James Harden for. The same thing. But with Luka, it's, oh, he's magical. Oh, what a phenomenal young player. With Harden, it was, yeah, he scores a lot, but he can't win. What's Luka won? Oh, I'm going to get Mavs fans saying, oh, but he beat the Suns in the second round. Like, hang the banner for the second round win. It's just, I love him. And when he's on fire, it's so fun. But so many nights just watching him try to get into a free throw competition and the refs just doing nothing about it, giving him the free throws. He'll yell at a ref in their face. No technical. It's fine. But back to the game. I'm sorry about the rant. The Suns were down late in the third quarter. Torrey Craig hit a big shot. I want to give a huge shout out to my man, Ish Wainwright. He came in, hit four of five threes in a game where Josh Kogi shot 0 of eight. He could not hit anything. And Suns fans, I know how you guys are. We're going to we're gonna want to put Ish Wainwright in there. No, Josh Kogi has earned his starting spot until further notice. He had one bad shooting day. It happens. It, it, it really happens. We cannot overreact. But for Ish Wainwright to step into that spot, be a plus 12 in 14 minutes, make four or five threes, play tough defense. He just, he, he, he needs a round of applause. He needs appreciation for that. He really does. DeAndre Ayton, 16 rebounds. Didn't get the touches, but he's battling his ass off. That's what I want from him. I don't care what he scores. I don't, I don't need him to get touches. I need him to get rebounds, and I need him to play defense. He had five fouls tonight. I love that. I wish he would have got a sixth. If it was a summer league, I wish he would have gotten 10 fouls. I love that. It's been so fun, man. Kyrie and Luka, phenomenal pairing. I'm going to I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not scared of the Mavs. I'm not scared of any team, like I said earlier. With Kevin Durant, I'm not scared of any team in the NBA. Reiterating, I'm not saying the Suns are invincible. I'm saying I don't fear any matchup. Because I know at the end of the day, the other team's got to look over to this side and say, okay, we got to try to stop Kevin Durant and Devin Booker for 48 minutes, and we got to try to do that and win four games in a matchup. That's going to be tough to do for anybody. I don't care who you are, if you're Dallas, Golden State, Sacramento, either Los Angeles team, it's going to be tough. And the Suns have looked just, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I thought it was a seamless fit. I did not know they were going to have this kind of just instant chemistry together. Because you got to remember, they still lost two starters. And even Jay Crowder was a piece of the rotation the, the last two seasons. And now as the Suns sit here now, they're only, they're only two games back of the three seed. A few weeks ago, we are talking about them as, as the 12th seed in the West. So they're firing on all cylinders. 
Katie's debut in Charlotte, he looked phenomenal. Wasn't forcing anything. Booker went crazy again. He had 37. Chicago, they have the lead in the third quarter. Katie turns up. Booker turns up. He was unstoppable in the first. Katie closed it out. Again, Kevin Durant today, 37, man. And he, and he closed that team out in the fourth quarter. That's why you trade for him. Because at the end of the day, I don't care who it is. I don't care if you're Josh Green, Reggie Bill. The Mavs also lost a defender with Dorian Finney-Smith. You're telling me he's going to get buckets against Josh Green, Reggie Bullock, Tim Hardaway? Whoever you send at him, you have no answer for him. Kyrie, phenomenal score. One of the best the game has ever seen. At the end of the day, he's 6-1, right? At the end of the day, he's 6-1. You can put a body on him and contest him. You're going to stop him? No, he's one of the best ever. But you can bother him a little bit. You can't do anything to bother Kevin Durant. He's seven feet tall and can shoot like Steph Curry. You cannot do anything to bother him. It's been an amazing stretch here. And the Suns genuinely have an opportunity to get that three seed. We see their games coming up. OKC at home. Sacramento at home. Huge game. Golden State on the road. Steph Curry's back. Milwaukee at home. Orlando at home. Very winnable. At OKC. Very winnable. At Los Angeles. Playing better. Very winnable. Sacramento again. These are games that matter. And we talked about this on the earlier podcast. The reason I am so happy that this trade happened when it happened is because these games, yeah, they're rhythm games. But the Suns need to win these games. The Suns need to win these games. They do not want to play Golden State in the first round, even though right now that's where they're looking at. So that's why they want to get the three seed. They'd much rather play Dallas or LA in the first round, either LA team. You kidding me? The Warriors with their championship pedigree, 100% they'd rather play them. And I don't care what anybody says. I don't want to play Steph Curry in a series. I'll take my chances with Luka foul baiting for 40 minutes. I'll take my chances with PG choking again. Kawhi's a robot, but I'll take my chances. They got Westbrook. I feel great about the Suns, bro. I really do. They beat Charlotte by 14. They beat Chicago by 21, who was actually second in defensive rating the last 15 games. Shout out to Mike Vigil, protected pick with a stat. And they go to Dallas and they win. They looked dominant at times on offense. And... Something that I noticed, teams of the past with the Suns that didn't have Kevin Durant, they would have folded. I, I'm going to be completely honest. We would have lost that game by 25 points. But with Kevin Durant, when Booker looks to his side, he's not looking at Mikel. No disrespect to Mikel. He's going to be a star, and he's showing it in Brooklyn. He's scoring like crazy. But Kevin Durant's the best scorer ever. When he looks over to his left and needs a breather, he's not giving it to Mikel or Cam Johnson or 37-year-old Chris Paul. He's giving the ball to Kevin fucking Durant. That's a whole lot different. And yeah, people can say all these jokes they want about Phoenix. They're not a super team. Cool. We don't have to be. They don't give out championships for being a super team. They get out a championship for winning 16 games in the playoffs. The Milwaukee team that beat us, that wasn't a super team. Golden State last year, they weren't a super team. People's big get back at it at the Suns is saying they're not a super team. Well, when does super team become the standard? We know y'all don't like us anyways. Booker's overrated, right? Chris Paul's washed, right? DeAndre's a bust. They're not a super team. It's fine. We don't have to be. But all I'm saying is what I've been saying since the trade happened. When the Suns win those 16 games in the playoffs, don't start calling us a super team. Don't start saying Kevin Durant ran from the grind. Don't start saying Devin Booker was carried to a championship because they're not a super team. I agree with you. They are not a super team. I'll tell you what they are, though. They're a scary, a scary, scary group of motherfuckers. And if Chris Paul wants to play even 50% of what he's been last season, then the team gets really scary. 
They get a shooter that can knock down shots consistently next to that big four. I use that term pretty loosely because you don't always know what you're going to get from Chris Paul. You don't always know what you're going to get from DeAndre Ayton, but I've loved his hustle. I've loved his defense, and I've loved his rebounding since Katie's been a son. And we need to really appreciate what the Suns are right now. It was not too long ago, January 16th, after a loss to Memphis, where John Morant was telling Saban Lee, you can't guard me on MLK Day. The Suns actually dropped to 21 and 24. Dario Sarge was the leading rebounder. And now you look. We're here March 5th. The Suns are 36 and 29. They've gone 15 and 4. And the games they have lost, they lost a three-point game in Milwaukee, a nine-point game against the Clippers, a nine-point game against the uh, against the Hawks, where they didn't have Bridges or, or Cam Johnson. So it's like, and even before that, they lost a four-point game to Dallas. This is this is a scary good Suns team, and the thing is, the reason people should be scared of them is because they've played three games together, man. We saw Steph Curry is the best shooter of all time, and that's selling him short. That's how big the gap is. He is the best point guard for my money ever. Yes, better than Magic Johnson. He's the best point guard ever. The Warriors didn't get off the ground running like this. They lost the first game... They were getting blown out by Jonathan Simmons and Kawhi Leonard opening night, if you remember. The Suns are playing amazing basketball, and they played three games together. That should scare a lot of folks. And people want to say, oh, the defense isn't there. What I see is Aiden's more engaged. Okoye's an incredible point-of-attack defender. Chris Paul still has quick hands. You can expose him in a post-up. But Devin Booker's a competent defender. Kevin Durant is a really good defender. He's another rim protector. You add another seven-footer, essentially. The Suns are a very good basketball team. Um, I feel as confident as I ever have. I feel as confident now as I did in 2021. But now I feel more because I know we have one of those guys. Again, no disrespect to Booker. He is one of the top 10 players in the game for my money. But Kevin Durant's the best player in the world. And you pair that with Evan Booker, nobody has an answer for that. Not Boston, not Milwaukee, not Denver, not Memphis. Nobody. So I'm incredibly excited for what the future holds. It's going to be a fun a fun few weeks coming up. Hopefully we keep seeing KD improve. And another thing you got to remember, he played 40 minutes today. 40. On Wednesday, Monty said KD wasn't going to be able to play without a minute restriction until a week. It's, it's been five days. It's been four days. KD's playing 40 minutes. He feels good. It looks good. It looks smooth. He feels confident. Devin Booker's confidence seems to have raised now that he has Kevin Durant next to him. And that's what I've been saying. You add a Kevin Durant, there's a certain level of belief that comes to your team. Guys start believing more. That whole mindset of, damn, these Mavs kind of own us right now. It's gone. I felt like the Suns were going to win the whole time. I never felt like the Suns were going to lose that game. And I just give Kevin Durant his flowers, but let's not forget who it started with. Devin Booker. None of this is possible without Devin Booker. Without the Suns drafting, without him putting in the work, without him signing an extension here, without him not requesting a trade to Lee Phoenix, without him leading the team to the finals, without him making it all NBA last year. Chris Paul doesn't want to come here. Kevin Durant doesn't want to come here without that. So give Devin Booker his flowers. He's once again proving that he is one of the absolute best scorers in the world. In the world, he's one of the best scorers. 
And the games just look so beautiful. It's so aesthetically pleasing to watch Kevin Durant and Devin Booker play basketball. It is something that genuinely makes me happy. When I wake up in the morning and I'm going to watch the Suns game, it makes me happy because I know my day is going to be better because of that. So I'm so happy and I'm so glad to be a Suns fan. And I hope you listening to this are enjoying this ride as a Suns fan. Don't take it for granted. And don't be so focused on the championship. Do we want to win the championship? Yes, everybody does. That's the goal in every sport. But at the end of the year, there's only one winner. So take every game for what it is. We get to watch Devin Booker and Kevin Durant play for our basketball team. Five years ago, we had to watch Josh Jackson, Dragon Bender, Marquise Chris. Appreciate it. And if you ever find yourself getting overly upset, remember, this is not even a one-year deal. We have Kevin Durant after this year for another three years. Same with Devin Booker under contract. So this is going to be a fun time. This is the best time in the history of the Phoenix Suns to be a Suns fan. So I appreciate you guys all listening, if you're still listening to this point. Um... I love this team. I really love this team. This is why I'm doing this podcast. I I don't care how many listeners it gets. I don't care how many likes it gets. I love doing this content because it means a lot to me because the Phoenix Suns mean the world to me. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's because the Phoenix Suns mean the world to you too. And I want you guys to be as cocky as possible. Don't worry about getting humbled. Have fun with this team. We had to watch a horrible team for a decade. Have fun with this team and appreciate the greatness that we're witnessing. I want to say another thing. Mavs fans, everybody acts tough when they're up. Don't tweet at me in the middle game asking me if I'm enjoying when the Mavs are losing and then cry on Twitter because you're getting bullied after because the Mavs lost. Don't act tough when they're up. Because now Booker has a partner. It's the Slim Reaper. And it's getting really spooky in Phoenix. And I promise you only three games in, it's looking this good. They've scored 105, 125, and 130. It's getting really spooky. Spooky hours in Phoenix. And, you know, the Slim Reaper comes alive when it turns summer. We've seen what Booker can do in the finals, two back-to-back 40-point games. Kevin Durant, two finals MVPs. That's a pedigree you need to win a championship. Kevin Durant's hungry. Devin Booker's hungry. These guys want to win. They don't care about anything else. They want to win basketball games, and they are locked in. I appreciate you all listening. We are going to drop more weekly podcasts. We're staying dedicated to this. More content on Twitter. More interactions. If you ever want to talk basketball with me, DM me. My DMs are always open. I appreciate you all listening, man. What a great day. What a great game. And what a great few three games. Welcome to the Valley, Kevin Durant. Devin Booker, you are one of a kind. And go Suns. Appreciate you guys listening. Every day is Sunday with Andrew Lee Sucks.